right. Okay. okay. <laughs> you can you can do it if you want. Why I can don't do, you it. do it this time. Okay. Yes. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Anything Goes Hokkaido podcast. I'm Shinya. I'm Delena. Yes, and today we got a juicy, what can I say, juicy, <laughs> spicy topic that's going to go quite a bit in depth. So uh, it's talking about education. So mainly about Japanese education, how it uh, relates or corresponds to our education that we had. Um, in Australia and America, sort of mm-hmm. comparing that a little bit,、uh, as well as the whole Japanese system, and of course the other things like costs,、uh, maybe a little bit of talking about discrimination and how it compares to the world when it gets to university. So,、mm-hmm. quite a few different topics there. So, of course, starting at preschool, or we can say daycare. So. In Japan, we have this thing called hoikuen or yochien. So, the only difference is that I think, or most people think, is that hoikuen is the government run daycares and the yochien is private or are private daycares. So, in Japan, Actually, I think. Actually, I think there's a little differentiation there. As well?、Uh, Well, Hoikuen, I'm not sure if it has to be government run, although they often are, but that is like a daycare where parents drop off the kids early morning, pick them up pretty late、uh, while they're working. Whereas、mm. uh, Yochien is more like a preschool, which tends to run between maybe 9 a.m. to about 3 or 4 in the afternoon. There might be some after school programs, but it tends to be more of like a daily set school schedule. And it tends to be more focused on kind of educating, like kindergarten would in America. Whereas、okay. the Huiquen pre-、um, daycare is, I'm sure they have a lot of educational activities, but it's more just like babysitting or keeping the kids while the parents work. All right. Okay. I think in Huiquen they do. At them. Okay, okay.、Oh, of course, that's,、yeah. that's probably the truth then. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, yes, it, it's. Yeah. yeah. But、experience. of course, when, when people think it's like a kindergarten, like people think maybe four years or five years old, but of course, the Yochien that I worked、uh, at, or I am currently working at, is, is like they have Hoi kids Hoi, up to like, no, it's not. It's Yochien. It's not. And it's called a Yochien. It's not. Yes. Yes.、Okay. And、uh, there are babies. There are babies there sometimes. There are kids that are one or two years old that maybe can speak just a few words. So、uh, that one is a Yochien. So if it's like a educational purpose school,、um, well, it is interesting. <laughs> about the, I think there's a lot of like misnomer with these titles. I have been to the one you work at.、Um, I went in and pitch hit the teaching、uh, yes. a few months back. And I was thrown into it. Like, I was asked that morning at a different job if I could go that afternoon. It's like, sure, you're, you're in a pinch, I'll go. And when I walked in, I didn't even know the name of the school exactly, but I was like, oh, this is a daycare kind of setup from my perspective. Oh, so if、yes. they call themselves a Yochian, then I guess、um, it's a pretty loose term that usually gets translated as kindergarten. But for me, as an American, kindergarten is part of the Public school system. school. And it's just one、Australia. year 
um, not required, unlike first through 12 grade. Um, you can opt to go or not. And in my case, I did not attend kindergarten. And I love to tell people that, like, oh, I never went to kindergarten. But I did go to a preschool, which was privately run from the age of three, four, five years old, which is much like the Yochians tend to be here. But I think you can call it whatever you want to. There's no strict rules right. about it here. Right, right, yes. And of course, this system or this uh, daycare or preschool system in Japan, I think is really cool. good. They teach mm -hmm. uh, lots of different manners, of course, when they're eating and drinking and playing around and things like that. I think lots of the daycare teachers sort of aren't afraid to tell off the kids. Yes. <laughs> No. Yes, compared to, uh, I think, Australia, because of course they're not your kids, so you can't like push or tell them off and say, like, really, this is bad or things like that. So, mm -hmm. uh, in a way, I think it is quite good to sort of teach them lots of different things. Of course, it's quite educating, and some. Preschools or daycares now are implementing some English teachers to teach English, just very, very basic, of course,、uh, just with numbers and letters and things like that. So it's really yeah. good. Yeah, I think it depends on the school, but. Yes,、know. as well. Yes, as well. Of course, this, this thing is. We don't have anything like this in Australia. Of course, we have like a daycare, but、mm -hmm. uh, I think it's a little bit more for. A bit older kids, not two or three, maybe、okay. four to five years old, and so, it's very, very expensive. So,、uh, parents so, prefer.、Mm. Mm -hmm. When you say daycare, is it an education based thing or is it for、no. working parents who need a Or working parents to look、so、after the what, kids? What do parents with little babies、uh, under one year old do in Australia? Someone else have to look after. Well, in the US, that's what a daycare is for. <laughs> yes, but of、so. course, they might, have this, they might have this in the big cities, but in Cairns,、uh. they don't really have it.、Um, or、okay. the daycares are so ridiculously expensive, it is the same price if you probably just stay home. <laughs>、mm, I think. That can happen, yeah. Yes. Do, do people there in Cairns typically have like home babysitters? Have that as well, of course, yes. But of course, different people from your family might look after、mm -hmm. or they yeah, have, have time. Yes, family nearby. Or if your husband or your wife have the time to sort of switch in and out.、Mm, that <laughs> sounds a bit kind of like Japan. My aunt、mm. in the US ran a daycare out of her home for decades, and she was amazing working with special needs kids. But they were from her neighborhood, just、uh, kind of lucky for them she was there. And I think in the US, it's really common to have babysitters in your family or in the neighborhood. And in Japan, I can tell you, as a working mother, It, it's next to impossible to find a babysitter to like watch your kids so you can go out for an event or a date or 
uh, if you need to travel for work or something. They just barely exist. And I don't think that mentality is there, so it's hard to find something that I would feel comfortable leaving right. the kids in. Um, I'm really lucky that I, my in-laws live here in town, mm. but they're as typical, I think, of the age gaps between generations. They're yeah. basically my grandparents' age, quite elderly, so it's uh, difficult for them sometimes to watch the kids for a long time. Right. So that, that is definitely a bit of a culture difference here. And if you are thinking of moving to Japan, especially ladies who might want to have children or have children, I think it's good to be aware that uh, you might not have a social life for <laughs> quite a long mm. time unless you have some family that can watch your kids occasionally or a husband yeah. who can switch off. Um, yes. Which is also rare with the Japanese culture. Okay, mm. that's over. <laughs> so, yes. Well. In Australia, I remember when my family moved back to Australia,、uh, my mother wasn't working until、uh, my sister and I were both in elementary school. And then that's when my mother started working again. So, yes, my mother looked after us most of the time. However, during、uh, high school, yes,、uh, my father was actually studying at university. So, That's when my father was at home most of the time and looked after us.、Oh, I mean, but、mm-hmm. to be honest, we didn't need to be looked after the, that time. No, yes. Cool. Yes, but he was sort of like a house husband in a way. Yeah. And my mother、dad. was working, stay at home dad. Yes. Yeah. Yes.、Okay. But, but overall, I think daycares and preschool is really good. Oh, yeah. I think. I think.、Um, um, how long have you been teaching at your daycare preschool? Two months now. Okay, so you're、yes. still a newbie.、Uh, yes. Do you know how long I've been teaching <laughs> preschools in、uh, Japan? Oh, yeah. You... Yes, plus 10 years. 17. 17, there you go. <laughs>、yeah. Yes, two months、uh, and 17. Yes. Yes.、Uh, yes, so very I, comparable. I... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs>、um, It sounds like you've been doing a good job. I had to learn、um, as I went, and、uh, it's been quite the education. But、uh, I currently work, well, not currently because of the coronavirus situation. <laughs>、uh, until then, I was teaching three or four mornings a week at two different schools.、Mm-hmm. And one of them is a Montessori school, which is really like a specific kind of education. And the kids, it's, it's touted as a bilingual school.、Right. So we have、um, two hours every day of English、uh, time. And I'm the main teacher. We have another teacher that comes in on Mondays.、Mm. But the kids are quite advanced in、yes. what they can say by the time they get to like, the upper year. And、mm. it's impressive. And when I first started there, there was a full time staff teacher who. Had spent many years in, I think, the Netherlands. And so her English was near native level, and she spoke to the children 90% of the day in English, unless she was scolding them about something.、Okay. And when she was there and constantly giving them that English opportunity, the level was like through the roof.、Um, right. Since leaving and only having the native speakers there for a couple hours a day, it's not as stellar、yes. as it was, but it's still up there. 
I'm impressed with what we do. Pretty interesting. Mm. All right. Yes. So moving on to, mm-hmm. of course, elementary school.、Um, for example, one thing I'm not sure about America, but in Australia, we would graduate high school when we are 17. Oh, really? Yes. So when we go into elementary school, yes, what we、How、say, grade one,、mm-hmm. we would be six. Right. That's the same as here in the US. Or five to six then. Five to six. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Some people、uh, would be 18. But、mm-hmm. for example, so I graduate, so we graduate the end of November.、Mm-hmm. Yes.、Right. High school. And then the next January, I was 18. Okay. But some, so, but some students, so for example, some students in my grade could be born in October of the same year.、Mm-hmm. So they would be one year without school when they're still 17. So I think、mm-hmm. Japan is quite the same as most countries where they graduate when they're 18. So、uh, they, yeah, would, typically. they would enter school when they're six, yeah, six years old. Um, I think I may have graduated when I was 19, but,、oh. <laughs> but then, then I. 17? I, yeah, but then my birthday was like just a few days after. Oh, that, okay.、Um, I, I think that's what happened. I'm pretty sure it was 17, 18. Right. I mean, yes,、yeah, same.、Uh, yeah. Yes, one of my good friends, he was born on November of. The same year as me, and I was born January.、Mm-hmm. So he had a whole year of 17 without school. So he was graduating and going to university already, and he's still 17. And this、wow. is nothing to do with skipping grades or whatever, just yeah, early. Yeah, starting the year early. So in Japan, people have been like notorious for wanting their kids to start school early. And、um, one year earlier? Well, the, the cutoff is April 1st, typically, or traditionally.、Yeah. And so I remember hearing stories from friends that had kids here, you know, a few decades ago that the doctors would even be like, hey, do you want us to write their birth certificate? Like, they were actually born like March 31st instead of April 1st or 2nd, so they could be in the earlier、wow. school year. But of course, some parents actually feel the opposite.、Um, Probably foreign parents more than Japanese that they want to give their kids the extra year. Okay. To, you know, so it can it can work either way. But yeah, if you're the youngest in the class because of that cutoff being really strict,、um, if you I mean, do well with academics, then it's great. But if you、I、don't, guess, then it can be、mm, a hard hard thing. I、game. guess,、uh, of course, we did it based off year. So 1998 would be. This, that my year group, so I was born in January, so I would be the first one. But there were a few people who were born in 97 in the、mm-hmm. same grade as me, like October, November, December 1997, and they were in the same、so. year as me. A little me. bit、and、more then, flexible then? Yes, a little bit more but flexible. But you said you start the school year in January. Yes. Right, so I mean,、End、that makes it really simple. <laughs> I think. Ah, yes. Compared to、yes. the US, where we start at different times depending on if it's north or south. States? No, north or south. Okay. Yeah.、Uh, I mean, north starts in September, south is. We start different days, but just a few days. <laughs> it's almost like a month difference. Ah, okay. Or at least half a month for us. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, so I want to know in Australia, how many years is elementary school? Like how many grades? Oh, the funny thing was when I lived in Queensland for elementary school, we had seven grades. Okay. Seven. And then if you include kindergarten as public to part of the public school, we had eight grades. Is that because it was rural and you had like a... Uh, it was really weird. But now it's gone back to six. So we have okay. kindergarten and it goes from grade one to six. So it's like we okay, have so prep. Okay, so Japan. Yes, yes. Yes, I think elementary school is the same, no? Actually, in the US, at least my experience, it's first through fifth grade. And then from sixth, seventh, eighth, you are in middle school. And then there's four years of high school. Ah, uh, okay. And I, I think really most countries feel... are six, three, three. Perhaps, and I think that might be better after like coming here and seeing how things divide because when you are a freshman in high school at 14 years old or maybe 13 or like early 15 the maturity level is so different compared to you know the 16 17 18 year olds especially when you're starting to drive yes at, you know 15 16 depending on your state and working part time and it's um almost traumatic i felt uh for a lot of people just jumping from middle school to high school like that and right. even from elementary to middle school like fifth grade I, I think that extra year for sixth grade will probably benefit people um, okay because we grow up way too fast in us yep. uh, comparatively i think okay so anyway, going back to elementary school, as we said, from grades one to six. Yes. Uh, what is your experience with elementary schools here in, well, uh -huh. in Sapporo? Uh, well, uh, my first experience was actually, I think probably 17 years ago, I got hired to teach all of the third and fourth graders at Miyanomori Elementary School, which is okay. prestigious here. Um, they were having some foreign exchange students come and they wanted to prepare um, students to communicate with them. So I led grade-wide gymnasium events to prepare them uh, for that mm. over the course of a couple of weeks. So it was a lot of fun and I was really impressed with how communicated the kids were and uh, polite and well behaved and it was a really nice impression for me and then uh, my kids were both in elementary school last year together first grade and sixth grade mm. and uh, it still feels like that because of the COVID situation my yeah. older child should have started junior high school and other than going to the entrance ceremony, he has not been because uh, of this. So he's just been being homeschooled, both of them. Uh, we had a good experience for the most part with the school uh, PTA, which is, I think, a challenge for parents all across the world. Mm. I, don't, I don't think there's any difference between here and there. You're required uh, to do something every year for each child and uh, so the first year I I wasn't as busy with work okay so I volunteered to do like the really tough role that you have to do once in six years and I got put on the school newspaper team 
Oh. <laughs> that was fun. But I made some friends through that experience and uh, ended up just doing things that didn't require perfect Japanese. Right. Um, actually, I basically let my husband handle most of the education things here because it does require a pretty high level of Japanese. And in our situation, he is the stay at home husband or dad、right. uh, slash artist. Well, I am the breadwinner, so I think it's a fair trade. <laughs> okay. So maybe okay. I don't have as much input as other mothers might regarding yeah, the elementary well, system. I remember actually the first time my family came back to Japan for holiday was when I was in grade four.、Mm-hmm. Uh, Nine or ten years old, when is that? Four, ten years old.、Yeah. I remember I was like a small, chubby boy, and I visited my hometown, Kitami.、Mm-hmm. And we were in Kitami for about two to three weeks, I think it was. And my parents sent me to my cousin's elementary school. Oh. Yes, for two to three weeks in Kitami.、Yeah. So, um, Very, very funny there. I was teaching the students English. <laughs> I was teaching the students English, trying to remember people's names and getting to know through lots of different their system. I only know a little bit, I only remember a little bit of it. I remember there was a girl that I liked in my class and things like that. So it was fun. It was really good. Of course, I really like. Cafeteria food in Japan in、oh、Japanese elementary、yeah. schools. Elementary so school much better. So much better than Australia or even America. It's t- oh, too oily. To、yeah. Yes, they have like a full set and like proper meals. Like、yeah. sometimes the, it's. The nutritionists work really hard here to、yeah. prepare fresh meals. And, I and it's like so this- cheap. Yeah. Um, I think it really is. I、uh, love how the students also、um, work together. Like they eat in the classrooms typically. So they all have their own lunch sets that they bring home every week to wash. And,、mm. and um, you know, they'll have a certain like, pair of students, I guess, typically in charge of like, dishing out the food for that week. And、um, so they really take responsibility for you know, getting fed. Feeding each other and also like cleaning the schools.、Um, it still tends to be done by the students. Yeah,、so. even something like this is good. I can't imagine anything like that in the West.、Uh, the no, students cleaning、no. their schools. But I think they really should have something like that if, if they could, because when you have a sense of responsibility, you're not、yeah. going to mess it up and you're going to、oh. be like aware. That you have to clean it if you make a big mess.、And、yes. I think it would still be maybe good if they did have professional cleaners come into the schools here, and like, especially with coronavirus issues and stuff,、uh, maybe kids should not be cleaning. <laughs> and they might, they might have professional cleaners and janitors come in still, but to my understanding, it's basically the students are cleaning on a regular basis.、Mm. So it, it's not as clean as it could be, but it's. Actually, pretty impressive. Yeah. That's definitely a, a pro, a positive in that.、Yeah. Yes. How about so your older son just, just went through grade six? 
cool. and then just started junior high school. What did what did he have to do to get into junior high school? Okay, so um, he is going to the local school. So basically, nothing. There was no entrance okay. exam, um, no comp- competition to get in, and it's um, his elementary school and a few others feed into this. So it's a bigger school than what yeah. he uh, has been used to so far. Yeah, you will hear people talk a lot about how hard students study to get into the more prestigious junior highs, and like that、mm. will. Be your foundation and your trajectory for the rest of your education. Right.、Uh, they make it sound like it's a hugely important thing,、mm. and I only partially wonder at times, like, well, should we have tried to、uh, get him into a more challenging program? But、um, he's not necessarily a super academic、uh, student. He's very artistic, just like my husband and I, and we're fine with regular education. It, Certainly, very good. It seems.、Uh, one、yeah. thing that was a bit surprising: his uniform cost over Rokumae, which is about six hundred U.S. dollars. And we didn't. That's just for like the winter and standard stuff. Like I think there's still summer uniform things that we haven't purchased yet. And this is a public school, so it's not like a private school uniform or anything. And I wonder why they make things so like expensive. And it's kind of a monopoly, I feel, because there's only like one place you can get the uniform from, so you can't、right. shop around or do comparative shopping.、Mm. So that that part is a bit frustrating because it's supposed to be an equalizer, so that people don't think, oh, this person's a rich kid and that person's not, you know. Yes. So that was a bit of a shock, even with just going to regular public school. How much that cost? Right.、Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, well, the experience I had in, well, firstly, elementary school in Australia was quite good. But I went to three different elementary schools when I was、Me、in、too. Australia. Okay. Yes, and all three were quite good. Yes, I wouldn't say anything bad. About these schools, yes.、Mm-hmm. But、uh, the last elementary school I went to was the one in Cairns, and they got quite a bit of government funding, even though it was a public school. Well, it was a public school, but they quite got they got quite a bit of government funding. So at the time when I was there, they even built like a performing arts center. They updated、nice. their sports complex and things like that. So it was pretty good. The public、yeah. school was. Pretty good, yes. And we had to. I think we had to apply for high schools, and we would get a letter from them saying、uh, if you've made it in, or you have to do some、uh, what is it, entrance exam.、Oh, so、okay. I got in, but I had to do an art entrance exam. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, so because when we moved into high school, we had to do a year of either art, music, or、uh, there was one more, art, music, or dance or something.、Mm-hmm. Um, so I chose art. So I had to do an art entrance entrance exam, and we just had to,、uh, what is it, draw some fruit basket. Okay. <laughs> Yes, so、that、we had to. We had like an hour, and a bit, and they just had a fruit basket with lots of different things inside, and then we just had to sketch, 
sketch this and then mm. somehow I made it in made it in I don't think I'm a good artist but somehow I made it in so um, it was like an art program for for your school or was that just one yes, elective as one elective okay that's yes so academic academically uh, I got we had straight A's pretty much A's mm. so nice. that wasn't the problem and then they just like uh maybe they have quite a lot of art electives okay so we had to sort of show showed our art skills mm -hmm. and then if you are decent enough you can get in <laughs> okay maybe that's, if that's i wasn't good i had to change to Jeez, like music or dance or something okay yes um, but that was quite interesting yeah yeah it does sound interesting it's different but kind of reminds me of my experience with high school uh, we don't have any kind of placement testing for public schools, but there are a lot of different programs available. So I was going to school in Florida, and in our county, we had, I think, seven high schools. And Fort Myers High School uh, had an IV program, which uh, you could be taking these IV classes that you could get college International credit for. Baccalaureate? I guess that's what it stands for. I yes, really my never high school anybody... had this. My high school has this. Okay, no. so that's yes. I finally understood the mystery of what that actually stood for. What is it? International Baccalaureate is like uh, something that if you like to go to university internationally, mm -hmm. uh, having this IB grade or score tends to yes travel that. internationally instead of your own Australian, well, we call it like ATAR. Mm, okay. ATAR school, yes. So. I'm not sure that, and in my time in high school, that so many students were thinking the international route, but definitely that you were getting college credit while you were in high school. Um, yeah. However, my school uh, was Cypress Lake, and we had some nice funding. They built a center for the arts school next door to ours, which was what they called a magnet school and it was audition-based. They had five departments from music, drama, art, audiovisual, and I think dance was the other one. And uh, I think it was total about 500 students mm. for the whole school coming from a district. We had about 2,000 students in my high school alone. Wow. And this is pulling from seven schools of about equal size. And uh, I was lucky they opened the school up my sophomore year, which mm. was uh, 10th grade. And I wasn't in town during the summer to audition. So of course I didn't get a slot in the school, but they did send the orchestra to learn from the orchestra teacher there. Because our band, marching band director who taught orchestra, he didn't hate us, but he didn't love us. And you could tell. And his apathy okay. made me want to quit playing the violin my freshman year of high school. But we got an amazing teacher after that. And I did finally get the chance to audition for my senior year and got into the program. And I was learning a full orchestra for one period, chamber orchestra and private practice for another, and then music theory. Jeez. That music theory class was the hardest class I had the entire my senior year even at a freshman level. It was so intense, um, but it was a wow. great experience and I really learned a lot from that. So I mm. love it when they provide arts in school. 
Uh, during your school times, do you remember how many kids were in each class? Or you said you had two thousand students. Well, that were there a lot of kids in each guess, class? Um, I couldn't really tell you how many. I can okay. I can tell you we had four hundred odd students graduate my senior year, and okay. a lot of people either move. Drop out, and so you know, 400 graduating, and the numbers are bigger, like the lower grades you go, and so yeah. it's like it's probably about 2,000 students in the whole school, you know, times four. But um, the I don't know about Australia if it's similar to Japan. In Japan, when you're in junior high and high school, you basically are with one class of students. Could be from 25, 30, maybe more, depending on population density. In the U.S., from middle school, you're actually running almost like a college kind of schedule where you same. Is it the same? Because in Japan, that was、yes. so strange、If、to me. Me, yes, I think so too. Of course,、um, for me, I've I was doing maths, maths, physics, all those academic well, things, but, no, subjects mean, like, like this. Did you stay yes, in a and then we had to. Yes. So when we go to math class, we had to go to some block on the other side of the fucking school. But、yes. were you with the same students, or were you on your own individual schedule? Yes, you have your own individual schedule.、Okay. But because of my maths and physics and English was high grade,、mm-hmm. I was, tend to be with the same people. Yeah. Yes, because other students were also the same. But of、right. course, I did different electives like、uh, P, like P, like Japanese and、uh, graphic design and things like that. And then when it goes to those subjects, it's totally different people. Yeah, from my experience,、yes. I maybe had the same, like I would see have like the same classes with the person maybe three times a day at the most, and then it would be just like all over the place.、And、yes, but of course here, you're. Feel like that's very strange because they do stay together all day long. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand that because, of course, university is like that same system like what we have in high school. Yeah. Yes, yes, where you have、so、to、I、go to maybe... different places for classes. So it's good, I think, for right, America and... and Australia to have that sort of system. I think it's really maybe good in high school. I felt it was very overwhelming to adapt to that in. Junior high,、um, okay. Straight away, but also in my school, we we had construction all through the years where they were retarring the roof, so it was like a toxic environment in the hallways, like literally make you sick to your stomach, and no lockers. So we were carrying these thick textbooks for each subject. That I, I'm sure my、mm. bag weighed at least twenty pounds. That's the、um, difference between. <laughs> I mean, we had construction, a lot of construction, but of course, nothing like the toxic stuff. Of course, it's just noise is the main、yeah. issue. Oh, we had、uh, a trailer classroom. And... Yes. Yeah. Yes. So that when, when, education quality、mm. was lacking a bit, maybe. And because my class was one of like one of the highest classes in grades. Um, there were only about fifteen to twenty students in our class, so okay, yes,、nice. yes. But of course, usually up to twenty-five. Okay, that's one of the issues I think in Japan when there is a class from, of course, elementary school, even these junior high schools or high school with forty kids, around forty kids. Yeah, that's about the average.、Um, in my、It、son's is, case, 
he only had one class for his grade all six years because they were one student shy of splitting into two classes. So that meant they had in the first, second, third grade, I think 30, 34 <laughs> students. And then from fourth, fifth and sixth, um, even if they got up to 39, they still wouldn't split. Right. Which I thought is a shame because that's like a teacher's job, you know, that you could be given yeah. with just that tiny little one number. And so I they always anything, had really full classes. Yeah, I think in our classes in Australia, we couldn't even fit more than 30 kids in our class. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's not enough space. <laughs> oh, so My son's elementary school is really quite spacious. Um, okay with the, the design and it yeah they've got um and how should i say the design of it's pretty interesting that i've not seen before they have an open wall into like mm. a hallway that's almost the same width as the classroom itself so it's really noisy because you can hear all the other classrooms happening all right. at the same time and that's a bit of a distraction but it's so open that you can just walk past and anyone can see what's happening uh, I did feel on parent visitation day, not like his teacher first, second, third, fourth grade were really great. But I remember third and maybe other years, it was like chaos. Um, yep. And I didn't see how the teacher could keep any semblance of control or really educating the students well in that situation. But of course, as a teacher myself, I realized things get chaotic on parent teacher visitation day. So. <laughs> Try not to judge yeah, well, harshly. And s- well, just for the people out there, Australia's junior high school and high school is together. So from grade 7 to grade 12 is the same school. So oh. that's why I'm sort of saying it generally because it is the same school for us. <laughs> okay. Yes. Nice stability, I guess. Uh, you said you went to three elementary schools. I think I went to yes. four. Actually. Okay. Um, but the first two was simply because it, in my town in Indiana, uh, first and second kindergarten, first and second grade were in one building of a certain school name, completely separate principal, everything. And then next door was the third, fourth and fifth grade. And so I moved in the middle of my third grade year to Florida. So it's pretty much the same school. No, you would think so, but it, even though you were with the same like students, it was for me like a completely different transition. Because even though you were next door, like the playgrounds were separated and just moved in a different circle, it, it was a bit traumatic. <laughs> I remember. I don't but know. I, was not a I good don't know. Student. I don't know about you, but the first two elementary schools, I barely remember them. Really, I remember them quite well. No, I don't re- remember them. It just went all so fast and then just studying and playing and things like Of course, specific things I remember, but like the detail of the school, like I only remember parts. Like if you tell me now what the school looks like, that's no idea. Yes. Yeah, I remember certain things about classrooms and hallways and posters on the wall and my teachers and getting into trouble for cheating on a spelling test. <laughs> oh. Well, uh, it's no. like the teacher had the Christmas words on the walls and was like, don't look at them while you take the spelling test. If you if you ask me what my grade one, two, three, four, five teachers were, mm-hmm. 
-hmm. I wouldn't be able to say. I don't think I, don't I could tell you their names at this point, but I do remember. Oh, that's the difference between I, I finished elementary school like <laughs> just just over ten years ago, mm -hmm. and I don't remember their names. The only well, names I remember is only when I came to Cairns, and then I started grade five in Cairns. Oh, started I, end of grade five. Yes. I think that's just a. a you know, memory thing. Some people really don't remember their early years a lot, but I do. Well, I think if it's, I think for people, it seems like it's important, but it's not really. <laughs> I mean, yeah, how much is elementary school very important with your life now? I mean, not really. I think when it gets to junior high school is when is the big, not the big step. I think out of high school is the biggest step. <laughs> Yes, for sure. For high me, school. for me, um, for me. Anyway, I think it. You know, it's your life, so it all builds. Um, it depends on how much trauma you received. Oh yeah. Maybe that's why I remember my uh, younger education Maybe. well, is because I had more trauma than you did. No, perhaps. no trauma at all for me. So it's all so, gone. Yeah, very idyll idyllic uh, young memories for you. That's wonderful. Oh, yes, I remember I, getting into I remember getting into fights and things like that. Yeah. Uh, but when I look back, it's just funny. So, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But anyway, going back to anyway, yes. the Japanese, yes, system. So of course now they are sort of, or they've already been implementing the English uh, education from at least junior high school, I think. Yes. Uh, for and most elementary school. Fifth and sixth grade, I'm pretty sure, have been getting the like ALT government-sponsored teachers in most schools, okay. and they're trying to bring it even to like the younger, like third, fourth grade, I think. But I'm not sure that it's implemented nationwide in the same way. Okay. Yes, and uh, of course, yes, they have implemented these English teachers, English education during junior high school for like six years for the six years um however yes there's a bit of a problem there because not many japanese people have confidence in speaking english um they know they're reading and writing quite well i would say to yes for the for the, te the students that i'm teaching now online uh, mm -hmm. are learning English online because they studied English throughout their school, junior high school to senior high school life, but mm -hmm. they cannot speak. So they are still studying or still learning online. Mm -hmm. And it is weird because I would say compared to other countries, maybe number one is Philippines, I think. Philippines have their English, well, maybe they have it a little bit earlier, but of course they speak mainly Tagalog, but English, they can speak English very well, and they are quite close to native speakers, so what do you think about this, Delena? Uh, I think that the Japanese culture's approach to academia being just focused on grades and the what is it shuseki like your rank yeah and things that are more measurable than your like fluency in a conversation 
they、right. tend to really focus on grammar. And something that was a bit of a culture shock to me when I came is hearing people talk about when they were in school having tests on the pronunciation of the and the, or a and a. And I was like, well, there might be some specific obscure rules about how to pronounce like the apple or the apple. However, nobody fucking cares <laughs> when you're living the speaker. It's like that. Like there is really no rule when it comes to conversation.、No. I had never considered that in my entire、oh, life. Oh, I mean, of course,、it. of course, there are some words like the difference between close and close is. The same spelling, but of course it's the different pronunciation there. But other yeah, than, yes, there, of the... course there's that. But these little obscure, tiny, inconsequential things that they test people on, and like if you get this wrong, that means like you're <laughs> gonna get a failing score. Why are you wasting time on something like the difference between the and the or a and a? Yes. And I even had a client in one of my narration jobs, a really big one. I can't say who.、Um, I had to go back into the studio and re-record things、uh, because I was pronouncing the and the correctly,、um, or but they wanted it to be uniform throughout,、right. even though it should have been pronounced one way. And to me, that it didn't actually matter.、Mm. Um, and then it ended up having to say some things a bit awkwardly. For example,、um, when you have a vowel at the top of a word, like the ocean, the ocean, you know, one of them、okay. sounds a bit more natural. But in any case,、um, yeah, they focus on little nitpicky stuff like that.、Um, and I argue—I don't want to say argue—but I have so many clients. The majority of them. It's almost like arguing or pulling teeth to get them to accept what the native English speaker says is correct、right. when it comes to a script. Yeah,、um, of course.、So、and just the superiority、yeah. complex. <laughs> and just the difference between us and our pronunciation is so different. This is、uh, true. Yes, for all the students that I teach, at the start I say, I'm from Australia, so don't. Don't be scared or shocked if my pronunciation is different. Your pronunciation is also correct, so don't worry. Yes. Yes, yes. I yes. have always done the same. If somebody says something that sounds off to me, unless I know for sure that it's just not correct in any place, I'll say, you know, I think that very well could be how they say it in Europe, in、yes. Britain, Australia, Philippines.、Um, and this other、yes. thing is in America. So many people speak English vastly incorrectly from how we learn it in school, and that is、yeah. native English. So、uh, I think they focus too much here on perfection, and people are scared、hmm. to branch out. So on on that topic of having six years of English education from junior high through high school, this morning I taught my very first university class online. And due to COVID-19 situation, of course, we're not meeting face to face. So I、mm. have spent probably 30 hours preparing just for this one first class because、uh, things kept changing. As soon as I'd have it done, oh no, we can't use the textbook, or we're gonna have to do it online. Oh, you can't have a Zoom class because students don't have access to computers or internet, maybe. And、uh, it really became. Who's that? 
Who's that? Who's what? University students that don't have access to computers or internet? Or Sounds like a, a device? Bit... They well, can use Zoom well, on their phone. Well, assuming most of them do have smartphones, but in a survey, the university told us that maybe up to 50% don't have like good access. <laughs> they might be on like a data plan. They might not have good Wi-Fi. They can't go out. You know, the places okay, where students okay. might. And yeah, the school okay. I'm teaching at has a lot of computers on campus. And I think I heard from other staff that a bunch of students might come check out the school and go, oh, I don't need to buy a computer because I can just use one here at school. So I'm not sure, but only about half of my students actually came to the Zoom class. Got uh, an update. However, however, I was told just two or three days ago that the university told the students, please check your class assignment by the time your class should start. <laughs> so it's like, they're not even going to check it until this morning. I can't expect maybe anyone to show up. So I made the lesson on demand, but I about half did pop into the Zoom room and I got to just test the microphone, say hello. No one turned on their video. So that's mm. more evidence to me of the shyness Yes. Um, I think one person did by accident <laughs> for a little bit, <laughs> but they came in at the very end of the time that I was there and it was just the two of us. So I, of course they didn't have to be as embarrassed, but I felt like all oh, these poor students really are just probably very overwhelmed. Despite six years of English education, everyone, I was saying like, and sounding and I was speaking Japanese I went against my policy because I felt the homework assignment was all in English that would be challenging enough but I wanted to set their minds at ease that they could communicate with me right even if today only and because I couldn't see them I could only like be like hello I see your name and they can you turn your mic on and say hi um, but mm. yeah even with six years of English education only one or two students dared to actually talk to me and it was very briefly so it's yes, gonna be a I would, slow road yeah, i would say the general population is like that there are quite mm -hmm. a few students that i teach that are in high school that are in junior high school and the english is really good surprisingly mm -hmm. um yeah. so i do think it's person or person to person uh, i think for example uh, for Hold on a second. We've got a poor yes. connection. Okay. Okay. Can you start back where you were a second ago? I think it is the difference between person to person. I think mm -hmm. for people like that, like, oh, I can't know, or I, of course, they don't know, or I don't know, or I don't understand. For these people, they take the initiative to try and practice Japanese and try and learn whatever in whatever way they can but for some people they just say oh wakannai likai dekinai and already finish there's no yeah. sort of after what are you going to do about that mm -hmm. i don't know so <laughs> i think for yeah. lots of students are like this and they don't take the initiative so this is also about the maturity level i think yes. i'm not sure I was so thinking the same thing Yes, but anyway, going back to high school, yes, going back to high school, um, what would you say some positive things or what would you say 
Have you taught in high school before? Uh, actually, I did teach the English club at Noichi Hokusei High School, which is a、okay. second chance high school. And at the time, was quite famous because I don't know if、uh, you, you would have caught this with the timing of being here, but did you ever hear about the drama Yankee Sensei? You were probably, I've heard of it. Probably, you've、I've、heard, heard of, of it. it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it was super popular drama, drama based on one of the teachers at Yuichi Hokusei High School, Yoshie Sensei. And he's actually a、okay. politician now. But he was a student at this、um, like、second chance school with no uniforms. And the kids have this. To me, they look like very normal for, by American standards. But in Japan,、yeah. they, they are the rougher, as、uh, you say, Yankee style. Yes. Kind of kids, and he became a teacher, and it's like an underdog kind of story. And that、mm. drama was actually on air when I was teaching there. And I asked my co teacher,、um, I was like, hey, which which one in this teacher's room is you know the Yankee Sensei? And she pointed him out, and he was on the phone there in the staff room, and he looked over at me and winked at me, and I just went,、oh, okay. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool, no? It's cool. It was very cool. And so, <laughs> Not creepy. Well, at, at the time, it just was a bit、uh, odd for me here in Japan. What a cool But、guy. yeah, I used to travel two and a half hours each way to get there to teach in the yeah, class. Yeah, it's Yoichi. Yeah.、Um, so I would take like. Subway to Sapporo Station, take a train to Otaru, and then take a bus from Otaru to Uichi, and then walk. Wow. Ten to fifteen minutes. And I had to get, because of all the potential delays with all the transfers, I would get there usually quite early and just sit in the staff room and wait for class to start. Jeez. So I did that for two years.、Um, the students were great. And I was even hospitalized with pneumonia at one point when I was teaching there. and I Still have like cards that the students wrote me.、Um, so, yeah, my impression of high school students in that case was really good, but I don't have much else experience. How about you? No, not. Of course, I've had cousins go through high school and they've had a rough time, I think. I think definitely high school is one of the hardest times to go through in Japan, especially with all the study.、Uh, yeah. Juku is another. Another topic there, Juku is crazy. Yes. And just yes and just going to a good high school can cost a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of money. So、mm-hmm. uh, I remember、uh, my cousin's father yes had to do another job because,、um, mm-hmm. yes, because going to a good high school does indeed cost more money. Yes. Which. Yes. Doesn't, which is not really a good thing for,、uh, in my opinion, because rich parents can take their kids to, yes, high, good high schools. Of course, if they get in anyway. If they get in, yes. And、uh, yeah, so the poor, has, the poor people have to work more. And I mean, not the poor, but middle class, I would say. And then、right. the, yes. The higher class is can pay easier to go into those schools. so... I might be mistaken about this, but to my understanding, the few public high schools, which you don't have to pay, unlike private, the competition to get into them is extremely high. Okay. 
And the same yes. thing with the public universities. Um, I'm not sure if they really do have free ones here at this point, but I feel I've heard stories um, in former generations where yes. they have programs like that and the competition's extremely high. I was thinking we might be able to get a little bit into the different universities here in Hokkaido, but we're getting pretty close to the hour mark here. So I mean, yes, um, we can sort of wrap it up like I guess this episode just becomes until the end of high school. I think we can talk <laughs>、yeah. a lot about the universities、For、next、sure. time. Yes, yes.、Um, but of course, between junior high, junior high school to high school in Japan is quite stressful. I think, of course, they take these exams to go to very good high schools, and then after that, when they go from the high school to university, it's quite easy from there. That、yes. is one of the bigger differences in my personal、um, observation. In the U.S., you know, graduating high school is not necessarily a walk in the park, and it really does require a lot of effort.、Um, but and getting into university, it depends. If you want to go Ivy League, Harvard, Yale, or someplace like that, oh yeah, like one of those top universities, like Berkeley. Um, College of Music or Juilliard, then of course it's very competitive, and you'd have a lot of entrance exams and、um, processes to go through there, interviews. But my university was a small private religious school, and there really was no entrance exam to speak of.、Uh, so you can go to university, but graduating is a whole other thing. Like you、yes. really have to work your ass off to graduate,、yes. and nobody's gonna just hand it to you. But here. It seems like most schools, most programs, if you get into the program, you're almost guaranteed to graduate. Yes. And so that's the difference. The yeah, that's. People play and finally get to cut loose and act like high school students might <laughs> in our countries. That's yeah. That's the difference where they put so much pressure for. Uh, students at a younger age than what they should be when they actually become an adult and become more mature, and then put the pressure on there in、yeah. at the end of high school or in university. So、yeah. from just grade nine or end of the grade three jun- junior high school is when they have so much pressure. I think and it's not good for、uh, kids' stress or kids'、yeah. just social life in general. So, social life? Do they have? Yeah, do they, they have a social life? Not sure, but yeah, if they're in a club, that tends to be the end all be all of your social circle. Yes,、so、I, I remember. I remember going to. I remember going to sleep at like nine ten p.m. when I was at the start of like high school. Yes,、mm-hmm. and yeah, early, very early、okay. going to bed. So, and these kids are at Duku. At the cram、uh-huh. school until like 10 p.m., and then they're coming、yeah. home at like 11 p.m., and then they have to wake up at like 6 a.m. again to go to school. So, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yes,、um, but anyway,、um, hmm. yes, talking about, of course, depending on the school, the costs are a lot more expensive.、Uh, but maybe some public schools、uh, are close to free. But、maybe. of course, you still have the stand- uniforms.、Though. Ah、uh, yes, I mean this is the same as Australia. We have uniforms for schools, not in America. But、um, yeah, my school was close to free. 
other than, of course, uniforms and textbooks and things like that. Um, but, of course, the standard or the ranking of their school was is not the best. So, of course, if you say, oh, I go to this school, maybe people might make fun of you or things like that. And well, I've heard as a strategy from uh, different foreign mothers' groups and parents' groups online, actually, sometimes it can really work in your child's favor to get into one of the lower-ranking schools but be a very high-ranking student. But that doesn't mean anything, no? Student. Well, when because they have slots, you know, like for different schools in different programs. But when you're trying to get into, like, college... You know, um, if you're like oh, okay, a top in that way, yes. in your school, even though it's a lower ranking school, but you're like at the in top that way, of the yes. class, it can often compa- be better okay. than being lower ranked at a really prestigious school. Right, but compared so. to like in the way where maybe the kid from the lower school meets another kid from a higher school and they say they are oh yeah, the prejudice they're in the top of the saying, yes. yeah the top on the smaller school but anyone from the prestigious school can say oh i can be top in that school of course that school is shit you know so yeah. in but that way universities will still maybe give them the opportunity i mean and one of the smartest people that i've ever met was when i went to university and he went to a high school in the middle of nowhere in the countryside mm-hmm. it's like a such a dead school and he was one of the top students and he went into the university and uh i think he's uh, graduated from robotics engineering or something like that so it's crazy it just depends on the students i'm definitely maybe yes yes Um, and sometimes yeah sometimes the families can't afford them to go into a prestigious school yes Mm -hmm. so they have to deal with that school and just do their best at that school so yeah for sure yes i was gonna ask one last question do Mm. they go by the point system like you know a 4.0 would be a perfect grade score average in australia don't know what that is okay it may be as a u.s system uh basically Uh, you do have do you have the a b c d f yes okay so um it depends on I guess your teacher or the school system. When I was a student, we had two styles. Some people would do a very simple, like 90 and above was an A, and then like 80 and above was a B. But I mean, that's actually yeah. 94 to 100 would be an A, and then like 86 to 94 was a B, so a bit more tight. Okay. Um, yeah. But if you had an A, that was four points on the GPA, grade point average. B was three. And it could get very detailed when you average it out. But if you graduate with a 4.0, and this is the university mm. system as well, then that's like straight A's. However, when I was a student, we my school had honors classes. And Which school? Get, university? Um, no, high school. High school. High school had honors classes, uh, similar okay. to the IB program, but maybe not as intense. But because you were taking ah class, okay, so I think I think IB is the same. IB has that right system, 4.0 system. Yeah, I'm, so. Maybe, maybe, mm-hmm. but yes, our school, yes, my high school, public school, was just the Australian. Well, at the time it was called OP, so it was from one to twenty-five. 
So one was the top, and twenty five was the lowest. But I think okay, they've converted it into. It's Queensland was special at that time,、okay. yes. But now it's the same as、uh, all of Australia. It's called an ATAR,、mm-hmm. ATAR rating. So it goes up to a hundred, I would say, one、okay. hundred, and, and 100 of course you have.、Good? Yes. Or okay.、So. Yes, and、uh, for example, if you you need ninety seven plus if you want to become. A medicine or law student for the top universities, so quite strict. And my score overall was like eighty-four. Okay. Yes. So eighty-four was、uh, probably just like business level, business level,、okay. or I could go into engineering for some countryside universities and things like that,、mm-hmm. but nothing close to like. Doctor or medicine or anything like that. Maybe like sports science, I could get into. Okay, but that's a really yes, interesting、nothing. system that you have. That like this score equals this kind of career path or ability. I don't think. Yes, you need this、quite. score if you want to enter. If you if you want to do a medi medi medical degree.、Right. Yes, you need this score. Yes, and this university chooses this score because. Of course, lots of people want to study medicine at this university, so their、mm-hmm. scores become higher and things like that. So,、right. I think there's a lot more mitigating factors with、uh, most U.S. universities system, but we have the the 4.0 GPA grade point average system. But because、mm-hmm. of honors classes,、um, our valedictorian graduated with a 5.0, which meant straight A's, all honors classes for all the academics. I graduated with a 4.14 adjusted GPA. Okay. And out of the 400 students that graduated with me, they had、uh, 40 seats up on the stage where they were handing out diplomas for the top、mm. students, and I was in the second to last seat. So, <laughs>、um, my experience in high school was I tended to be in the more advanced classes, but I was like one of the worst students, so I didn't have a lot of confidence. <laughs> About my、okay. intellect, because I was with the guys that ended up being doctors and lawyers, and from really, oh my god, really rich. And you、Florida. became a musician. <laughs> I did. A musician and a teacher and a movie star, kind of. I miss traveling for work. I should be somewhere in Hokkaido right now, doing video for the cherry blossoms. Yeah, but as yeah, but to be honest, how much has this university or this high school score, yes, impacted on your life now? Now,、um, well, getting into Japan for one thing, you really do need、okay. a university degree. And, yes,、uh, but this four point fourteen and the second last students in your class、um, is like. I think for me, just.、Uh, Having been extremely shy as a child, and this is why I remember my、uh, younger years, because I had no friends, and a lot of it was quite traumatic.、Uh, and in high school, I started to gain some confidence. But you know, looking back, like, hey, I actually was one of the smarter students. So,、um, other than that, no, doesn't really make a big difference. No, no, and the yeah the. High school. When I graduated high school, it made me go to university, 
and it showed me that I didn't like what I studied. Well, I studied engineering in university, and it showed me I didn't like maths and science, even though I was good at it. And yeah. I quit that, and then I just went to a technical college with all the not the dumb people, but not the very well educated people. And anyone can go to technical college and study if they put in the effort. Yes, and put in the time, and don't be lazy, and don't slack off, and things like so that. We can't and get people there. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like, yes. Yeah. Yes. Hard work. And doing anyway, this, yeah. and yes, doing this, and then after that, I found the job in Japan. So,、uh, to be honest, high school, I guess, helped me in a way that going to university wasn't the right path for me. And maybe in the future I might go back to university and study something else. But at the moment I don't like studying, and、uh-huh. I prefer I prefer hands-on and sort of studying while working in a way. Oh, for sure.、Yes. Um, I myself am really into further education, so I even signed up for a course from、uh, Arizona State University.、Uh, To teach English online on like a second language learners to prepare myself for this university class, and I did pick up some good pointers in the first couple modules.、Um, I also、okay. took some classes from Berkeley College of Music、uh, a few years ago. The same program、uh, was really great education in some ways, and、uh, some of the classes, like some of the music theory, was yeah, not my forte. <laughs> so. Okay. But definitely,、right. always want to continue learning. But if you want to work in Japan, unless something drastic changes, you are going to need a four-year college degree to get a working visa, typically. University、so、degree. Keep that in mind. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, I think we've really covered a lot of aspects of education, at least.、Uh, yes, I think there was a few topics that we didn't cover, so. Apologies、we'll、for that.、It. Yes,、um, of course. Any so, any questions or comments down below, and、yes. uh, I will talk to some of my students, and they also watch our podcast、mm-hmm. uh, for English. I'm hoping some of mine will. <laughs> for like practicing listening English, so yes. Yeah. So、um, anyway, so anything goes, right? Yes, and maybe、um, next time. I will. I might have a video soon about some cherry blossom places. We might do some live. Yes. Yeah, I did live... one the other day、uh, when I was in Chiyoku、uh, mm. and posted it to our page from mine.、Uh, yeah, the cherry blossoms are already quite in full bloom, so they're going to be gone. But the weather's shitting today. Yeah. Weather's shitting now, so. So I hope、yeah. you can get some nice, nice viewing in when you go on your cycling ride.、Yes. Um, if you have any questions, of course you can comment wherever you're watching this video. But we do have an email address at anythinggoeshokkaido@gmail.com. Also, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at anythinggoeshokkaido.、Uh, Shinya tends to be active on Instagram at shinsta_grams. And I am now Delina Miyazaki on all the platforms. So、okay. please check us out, and、uh, we really want to hear what you thought of this more serious、uh, topic-based, long-form episode.
uh, tell us what you think and we look forward to the next opportunity to see everybody yes i might uh for the next episode of course go more in depth in university of course we both have some experience uh i know a girl that is studying in hokkaido university right now so mm-hmm. um we can we might be able to get her on the show for a little bit and get her that opinion that would be really cool i was even thinking um i know so many veteran professors who there are you teaching go. at university so i would like to see if we could get a few of them to maybe do not necessarily a round table because that would be challenging in this without getting on a zoom call but maybe just a couple of minutes video interviews or such yeah so we'll see who we can get on the show and sounds uh, good like to be on our show or promote your business also please check out our patreon accounts uh we are coming up to our limits on free storage for the audio podcast so we'll start having to pay for that soon oh yeah ah, all righty um, yes so sponsors we're looking for sponsors and we are looking for like Sapporo beer or sake sponsors for when we can finally get together for our sake episode this will this will happen eventually anyway even if yes. there is no sponsors even if there are no sponsors for sure if there are no sponsors. we would like sponsors i'm getting weak in alcohol lately so i need a drink yes <laughs> well we yes. could always get on on and just um drink from home and share i even oh, brought we blue, can do like blue tea a... today from ba blue pond gimmick thing but what's the difference oh it's just you know it's a blue pea flower herb tea that you can buy at ba does it change the flavor it tastes like lemongrass and blue pea flower <laughs> it's it doesn't... just an herb tea not but the... it's pretty that's good for me <laughs> that's no, okay not, you have your likes and... yes oh of course if there's uh, a time where we can do like a maybe like an online drinking session of course David can hop into the call we can have our yes, own specific drinks be... that we like mm-hmm. uh, preferably Japanese drinks and we yes. can do a tasting yes I think a, a virtual uh, nomikai would be a really good idea we might have to well, if we on yes Zoom if we all have our one. specific if we all have our specific drinks uh we can have our have our own each yes of our specific drinks or yeah. i don't know if there's a drink that you like i might buy it as mm-hmm. well and then we can drink it together and see what's the our opinions yes yeah okay i like that let's uh if you have a favorite japanese kind of alcohol sake beer etc please post it in the comments below let us know especially if it's hokkaido based and please not strong zero strong zero is not good <laughs> everyone knows strong zero is not good i'm not i will still drink strong zero if people want me to drink strong zero but it's not really famous i would like to drink something more special and more something yes. that's out there that not many people drink in a way so yes I anyway i have a few things in my liquor cabinet oh, that are just itching there you go. out so <laughs> there you <laughs> okay. go yes all right Shinya, yes. thank you for uh this episode and your time and it's yes. a great idea thank so. yes thanks and to, to everyone listening yes. yes thank you yes we appreciate see you, so you guys much. see you guys soon all right stack it
Once again, a huge thank you to everyone that made this episode of the Anything Goes Hokkaido video podcast possible. Thank you for your patience during this coronavirus situation where our audio and video is not always what we would like it to be. And if you would like to be a sponsor or a patron of our podcast, please visit patreon.com, anything goes Hokkaido. And we look forward to seeing you with our exclusive content there. Don't forget to like and subscribe. And if you would like to see us on Instagram and YouTube, we are anything goes Hokkaido. 